0: I've got a hunger twisting my stomach
1: into knots that my tongue is tied off my brain's Welcome to We Have the Facts, one novice's guide to all things deathcap Acuity and one expert's reflection on over twenty years of history. I'm your novice, Ali Abdelatif, and with me as always is my co-host and deathcap expert, Justin Tachi. How's it going guys? See, I don't like the slower. The slower is, is worse.
2: I I don't know. I feel like then people can actually hear what you're saying because it, it sounds kind of crappy when you do the fast one. I don't know. I, I feel like uh, I feel like the fans love the fast one, based on
1: nothing at all that's been told. Yeah, to no, me, the but... fans
2: have never said anything. No, I right. think the reason you're I think Poland stopped listening because of you how went, fast I yeah. got. Fast. I got too fast for the Polish. You got too fast, pa- too fast for the Polish. Oh, fuck it. By God. the way. I've been watching The Wire, so many Polish people in The Wire. There are quite a few <laughs> Polish people in The Wire, that's fair. It's very exciting. Stuff. How are you liking The Wire? Ooh, I'm on season three. Uh, as Ali has learned, I am a very bad show partner. Yes. Um, I it's will watch impressed. a whole season of a show without you.
1: Yeah, if you promise, oh, let's watch every episode together. Justin will abandon you <laughs>
2: almost immediately. <laughs> and the first chance he gets, and just go, I don't know, I'm a, I just watch the whole season. Yep. Well, that's fun.
1: Homer's freaking out over Homer's there. Homer's going nuts. Yep, it's podcasting time, Homer. Um, What else? What's new? Uh... You got nothing. I got nothing. All right, well then, let's introduce our guest. We have another guest this week, guys. What? She's our good friend, resident uh, sad girl, <laughs> Eric Navarre. Hello, Erica. Ah. Hi,
3: guys. Okay, resident okay. sad girl here.
1: <laughs> She's so sad. All right,
2: Erica, how's it going?
3: It's going okay. You know, just chilling.
2: How do you feel that uh, Rachel robbed the plans episode from you?
3: It's fine. I've had time to get over it. You know, <laughs> by the time we got around to recording this, I've recovered. <laughs>
1: All right, Erica, let's go through your Sad Girl history. Her-story.
3: Do we have time?
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> let's wrap up. Sad Girl music, how'd you, where were you first? Well, first let's first just to start
2: with, why don't we start with, what's your introduction to Death Cab? What brought you into them? Um, what were your original feelings, and kind of what's your experience with them?
3: Intro to Death Cab, uh, Soul Meets Body in middle school.
2: Okay, which, that's fair.
3: Yeah, I got into that, um... Mm-hmm. My best friend, Hannah, was also super into Death Cab at the time. Shout out to Hannah. Shout out, Hannah. Um, she, hey, knows, Hannah. she knows about the How pod, by going? the way.
1: But she does not listen.
3: <laughs> well, I haven't asked. So will probably listen to this one.
1: <laughs> Great. Thanks. Thanks for joining, Hannah. We'll see you next week. <laughs> probably not. Yeah. All right, so. But.
3: Plans is what you kind of got us into it. She was super into Crooked Teeth, and I didn't like that song until around 2010.
1: Okay. <laughs> wow, you, you <laughs> time-stamped when you got into that song. It
3: took time. She was, like, so into Crooked Teeth, and I was like, no, I like Soul Meets Body. This is where my stance is. And right. then I came.
2: Were you only a song listener at that point?
3: At that point, and then I kind of eventually got into it as, you know, I became more of a sad person. <laughs>
2: That's that's fair. Okay, you are quite a sad girl.
3: <laughs> what
2: other sad music do you listen to? And I apologize for Justin.
3: I feel like I'm probably not even the saddest person Justin knows.
1: No, but Justin runs in a sad crowd.
3: That's yeah, I can't dispute that. <laughs> Oh, no. Other sad stuff. Um, Dashboard confessional.
2: Well, you and me went to a Jimmy World show together. We did
3: see Jimmy, but I don't think they're that sad.
2: I mean, they're like quintessential emo band.
3: They are quintessential. But they're like of the era, not as sad.
2: Well, era is a totally different thing. Because, well, if you're talking about the era of emo, that's bullshit. Because that's not real emo. Emo's like Texas The Reason, American Football, Braid, Alrighty. Sunday Real Estate... So, early Jimmy world like clarity, and I would even give you "Bleed American."
3: Mm, I like "Bleed American." I know
2: we have <laughs> danced many a time to it. We have. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would like to say that I'm wearing the Ali's fur wall that he got me Have from Saudi. Have we talked about that on the podcast yet? I think that we said that you brought me for a fur wall back from Saudi.
3: Yeah, and it's quite um, open.
2: It is quite to open. Give, just to
3: give, a- give the viewers a visual.
2: <laughs> all right, we're going to just close that up. Good job
1: there, buddy, closing that.
2: Why do we need it? I'm freeing. <laughs> Being free. Why right. are you body shaming me, guys? So you're listening to, like,
1: all these, like, sad girl bands. And, yeah. um... What was your development of Death Cab? Did you so you started around plans? I'm seeing. Yeah,
3: started around plans. Did you go
1: back? Did you go forward?
3: To be fair, I don't really know what the timeline is of everything.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you know that 2010, <laughs> you know, like 20, 2006, got into Soul Me's Body. 2010, though, crooked teeth, okay in my book now. <laughs>
3: yeah, now it's a fave. Now it's just like, I have a rainy day playlist, which is like 90% death cab, and then the other half is like the head and the heart. Okay.
1: <laughs> so do you think your favorite album is Clans?
3: I think so. I also got really into, um, I have a few faves off of Narrow Stairs, which, you know, fitting. Um.
2: We will discuss that Erica has not listened to the full album when we asked her to be on the podcast.
3: That's true. I had, I had so bounced she's sort around. of
2: on the same page as Ali on this one. I
3: bounced around like. on the album, and then having listened to it through a few times, I, like, some things were like, oh no, I've definitely heard this, definitely heard this.
1: Okay. Yeah, there there are definitely some hits on here that you've that I think a lot of people have heard.
3: Yeah. For even sure. non
1: Death Camp fans. Um, I guess do you just want to jump into the album?
2: Yeah. Uh general feelings about the record. How do you feel about Narrow Stairs as a whole?
3: I'm into it. Like really, like as a whole album I'm really into it. I like the vibes. Although I did fall asleep listening to it last night and dreamt that my mother got murdered. So. <laughs>
2: oh boy, that's dark.
3: <laughs> uh, I mean,
2: I will say this: I think that Narrow Stairs is definitely the saddest record that they have put out. Yeah. Um, to a whole, uh, yeah. There's a, the, and this is actually the record that made me recognize and had the first deathcap song that I knew I was listening to a deathcap song, which is out, "Possess Your Heart." Ali, mm. how did you feel about the record?
1: I always feel like it's a moment of truth when we ask me and <laughs> like reveal, especially with a guest now that we do guests. Um I like it. It's it's pretty good. It feels to me so I feel like it has a similar thing to plans in that all the songs have like a uniform theme to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think they fit better together than plans. And it does doesn't just What's feel so, like well, singles. I
2: agree with you. I think this record is a better record as a more cohesive piece than um I mean, thematically, plans works together, but the the music itself doesn't is, always
1: it, lead into the next
2: one. Yeah, ones yeah
3: like you have a lot of tracks that flow into the next one and this one, and yeah. you don't even realize that you're on the next track. Mm-hmm. And it's, that, I feel like that's always one of my favorite things about records when they do that.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, that, I mean, I still think that translanticism is the best to do it out of the Death Cab discography, mm-hmm. but I think Narrow Stairs is probably a damn close second. So. Um, yeah, you wanna dive into track by track?
1: Yeah, I mean I was just gonna say that like all these songs, at least in my opinion, we'll get through them when we get song by song, but feel like um like missed opportunities, love that could have been but never was, or like one sided love, all this like
2: well, I think destined to, to fail. Well, I think the last record was we were okay with being alone, we're we're searching death, like in plans mm-hmm. we're searching death and all that all those feelings. Now we're like, oh, I should probably find someone that I need to end up with, or something like that, or something like that, and I feel like this is the, he's looking back on missed opportunities or things that went badly.
1: Yeah, it feels like it's it's kind of all love is destined to
2: fail. Yeah, no, this is the sad record.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: Definitely a sad record.
1: Alright, so three single people are going to be listening to this record and crying. Let's start with... Briggsby Canyon Bridge. Bigsby! Bigsby Canyon Bridge.
0: <laughs> I descended a dusty gravel ridge Beneath the Bigsby Canyon Bridge Until I eventually arrived At the place where your soul had died
2: Late
1: on us. Just say the name again, or do you want feelings? <laughs> 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 both are challenging. No. Um So, Bigsby Canyon Bridge. See, I got it that time. Way to go, way to go. Uh, yep. Uh, I, I like the song. I think it's pretty good. It's, um, this song, I, like, took a lot of time to try to figure out what he's trying to say mm-hmm. with, I think it's a great record opener. I think it kind of sets a tone and a mood and, uh. Like, it even puts you in a time and space. hmm right? Yeah, no. Unlike the, the other records, it kind of, like, really puts you somewhere.
2: I agree. And I think that this is, I would say, other than my biased opinion that their best album opener is the new year, mm-hmm. this is probably my second favorite.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty great opener. Um,
3: yeah.
2: I mean, it leads into this, it shows you this new sound that they're going to do mm-hmm. coming off of um, Plans of Transatlanticism. They show you this new era of Death Cab that's going to come through right now. Yeah, exactly. And, um... Yeah, I mean, it kind of leads you into a winter a feeling. I feel mm-hmm. like this is the, the quintessential Death Cab winter record. Oh, okay. for sure, winter record. So how do you feel about
3: the track? I don't know. I feel like it just kind of um, puts me in this like little transcendental space mm-hmm. where it's kind of just like like the record is starting off, but I feel like I'm still in limbo with it, and then it kind of just like, then like the drums kick in,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and it just like snaps you back into reality, and it's just a like, good oh, I don't know, it's just a good start to the record.
1: Yeah, there's something hollow about the setting he's he's setting mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. and the song kind of has that echoey, hollow feeling yeah. to it. It's all It all ties in very well. You have this, I mean, I don't know if, because it's not a story, but it's, it's this him being somewhere where someone, a love he had had passed, a friend or a loved one yeah. or something, and he's trying to reconnect. There's nothing there, really. He mm-hmm. can't seem to find it because it's long past but he's still standing in that weird, echoey, empty space.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think this also, this song sets up the lyrical epitomes of what is going to happen throughout the whole rest of the yeah. record, yeah. which, in my opinion, I think this is the best lyrical genius that he has mm-hmm. in the whole Death Cabal catalog, personally. But um, we'll learn more about that as we go track by like track.
1: However, that. this song also sets up something I hate that's going to come up in quite a few songs. He does a lot of the repeating words thing that I don't like, where mm. he'll pick a lyric and kind of repeat it like a million times at the end I of a song. I think I know exactly so what you're so how do you feel about Long Division?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's just dive into the next track. I Will Possess Your Heart.
0: of you and me it's like a book elegantly bound but in a language that you can't read just yet you gotta spend some time love you gotta spend some time with me and i know that you'll find
1: love i will possess your heart i will possess your heart i like it i think it's really good so, the, it, on the album, it is an eight-minute-and-a-half almost track, right? Yes. Uh, and then there's a radio edit where it is four minutes. Yes. I will say, I do like the long version, but it kind of slowed the record down a lot. Yes. Because it's the second track. And I think somewhere in the middle or somewhere in the end would have been a better fit for the song in its entirety.
2: I can't argue with that it could have better placement in the record, mm-hmm. but I think the eight-minute version is the best version. I, I don't... Live, that thing fucking kills. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a good song.
1: I, I mean... But every time I listen to the record, because like, I, I, I repeat the record like six or seven times every time we do this, and then I hit I Will Possess Your Heart, and the first few times I listen to it the whole way through, after that I just started to skip it just to get through the record, because it slows yeah. it down so much.
3: Yeah. yeah. After years and years of listening to this track just, like, on its own, mm-hmm. I skip the intro, like, at this point. Like, the intro is so good. It is. It's so good. But I kind of just want to get to the, like... Mm-hmm. Use like the but, the lyrics,
2: but when you're driving, you're just like
3: sure. Oh no, definitely, I mean, the definitely a good in the driving. Song,
2: come on, the baseline. No, it's a good, it's a good drive. Yeah. It's good definitely for a show. A
3: good drive, good for like a train ride, like through like a scenic whatever. Yeah, you know? but if you're
1: just trying to get through some songs. It kind of like slows it down a lot, especially when you're doing like a uh, an album, I mean, and you hit the second track, and now you're stuck here for. I mean, ten that's minutes. Fair. I will
2: give you that. I'll, I'll give you that. Um... I think the track, lyrically, is um, probably one of their better, like, for, like, their singles, mm-hmm. I think has the best lyrics out of any of their singles, really.
1: It has pretty great sing- uh, lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, it does also do the repeating the same verse over and over and over again. I'll possess your heart, like, a million times at the end.
2: Yeah, but I feel like it's a little less...
3: It's like, not like,
2: as... It's not It's as,
3: not as aggressive. Like, yes, it's a lot... I feel like it's, because I Will Possess Your Heart is such a mellow jam, it doesn't rub me the wrong way, I, as I as I would agree with you later on with Long yeah. Division. Uh,
1: I, I do, I will say that because later on when you're... Oh, just breaking all the rules and we, just talking about future tracks. Before we, we're we just in. putting it all <laughs> <laughs> um, But, okay, so about the song again, it's... When he does do the repeating, I will possess your heart, I will possess your heart, he kind of stops saying the words, really, Mm -hmm. and he just kind of goes into, like, I don't know, this weird making the sound thing, yeah, which I do like more than him just saying the same lyric over and over again.
2: Yeah, and I also feel that, like, this track, I mean, this is, you're looking at love, you're looking at this kind of thing, and you feel like you have this feeling, and you want to go for somebody, that's the song, kind of, just Mm -hmm. that feeling of, like, all right what do I do <laughs> just make this happen
1: fair enough alright moving on no light no sunlight you're just fucking up everything in it fuck off <laughs>
0: when I was young
1: lying in the grass I felt No sunlight. So, I don't
2: love this one. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Um, it's actually probably one of my least favorite songs on the album. Okay. Erica?
3: I like the song. I don't like it on the album.
2: Uh-huh. Interesting. Why don't you like it on the album?
3: I just feel like it doesn't fit.
2: Um, I think it fits in the, uh, just like, I'm sad man. <laughs> like, <fuck> it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and, like, fuck me. Yeah, and, like, in I'm uh-huh.
3: sad, like, it fits the theme I don't really think, like, the beat and everything, like, I don't think it transitions well into this song.
2: But I also think, yeah, I agree, it doesn't have a good transition, but I think it's also just a weird song, because it's, like, so upbeat, but also at the same time, it's, like, spewing this, like...
3: The sad energy. Yeah, it's like... uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) My problem with it is that the the lyrics kind of seem shallow and dumb to me. Yeah, and then the metaphor of sunlight feels overused and stupid. Yeah, like I oh, th- sunlight. I lava. think this was
2: just a quick and easy track that they just kind of put in the in the in the fray. And then he says the word sunlight like six million times.
1: And oh, I are you not to a gouge fan? My eyes out. Even though I was just looking with my ears, I was going to gouge
2: my eyes out. Yeah,
3: that's fair. It's not dramatic at all. All
2: right. Well, I guess we should go on to calf. And that's all I have to <laughs> say about that <laughs> 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 calf. <laughs> actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a main staple on their set list now. Yep. Um, one of my favorite tracks on this record. Um,
3: For sure.
2: Also, it uh, shows one of my biggest fears because who you end up with, who gives a shit, like, it might fall apart and you might be standing with the wrong person up there.
1: Well, I don't. it seems to me, at least in the situation of Kath, is that she always knew she was with the wrong person but kind of settled anyway.
2: Well, that's fair, so I guess that's true. So, it, I mean, this is more of a settling issue than it is a... Uh, Yeah, some might say The Sound of Settling. Oh, my
3: God. Anyway. I don't want to
2: hear it. You do those all the
3: time. I had the same joke in my head.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Eric, how do you feel about the song?
3: I love it. I mean, it's one of my favorite Death Cab songs. It's usually the first to go onto a playlist. Like, it just... Mm -hmm. I I, I don't know. It does portray that scary fear and, you know, like, how do you know you're with the right person? Like how do you know they're not settling like there's that insecurity yeah what if you're there.
2: are the what if you what if, what you're, if, the you're, what if you're the person that's being settled for what if you're cat's husband or whatever what if you're the settled <laughs> yeah oh boy that
3: kinda... <laughs> should we take a moment to just get ourselves back together
1: yeah let's let's let people listen to talking bird while we think about that
3: <laughs> oh my talking
0: bird though you know brain can keep up with your being.
1: So not saying this one's my favorite so far but <laughs> I <might>, like <laughs> it <get> a lot <laughs> It's really good. It's very like in terms of like we talked or er, like a lot about storytelling in this podcast before and this kind of tells a story without telling a story.
2: Yeah. No, it's a it's a show not tell
1: thing, yeah, it's like this weird mm-hmm. manipulation subversion putting someone down a little bit as you hold them up, like, yeah get, like holding their hand, but like kind of like grabbing their hand at the same time. It's just this weird imagery of like a bird, caged bird that you're like you can leave, but you can't really because like you're nothing without me. Oh, God. That's <laughs> this entire album, though, right? That's like yeah. you're saying this is Erica's life. <laughs> oh, boy.
2: Let's try not to beat down on our kids too much. Let's Erica, just, how'd you feel Let's better?
3: try to not make the sad girl cry.
2: <laughs> is the sad girl gonna cry? <laughs> wow. Maybe.
3: No. She's fine.
1: <laughs> All right. Thoughts?
3: I honestly didn't have too many. I kind of just, like, let the song happen. Mm -hmm. Like, each time I listened to it, it kind of just, like... I don't know. It just... it. I guess it struck a chord, which is real shit. But, like, here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do really like it. But it is one that I... Might skip at mm-hmm. some point. Okay. Um,
1: interesting, interesting, um, interesting. Justin?
3: No, I mean, honestly,
2: I think uh, uh, you nailed it on the head, Ali, with with everything that you said uh, yeah. about the track. That's kind of my main feelings about it. I think it comes out of Kath in a very good way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think um, it catches you rolling to the next one. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. perfect placement, but then it's like really good middle track.
1: Yeah, no. It's hard to be. No,
2: beat. no beat. especially
1: about the placement. It's like, so this song, kind of saying you can't do better than me. And the next song he says,
2: you can do better than me. Wow! Oh, you dick. <laughs> Before we talk about this, I'd like to point out that our guest just yawned, and she's bored of being on this podcast. I'm sorry, podcasters. <laughs> There's sorry, not much we can a, do about that. This is a
3: false narrative.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, we're not that entertaining. It explains why Poland left us.
3: <laughs> we're
2: still real buttered about that. Poland, come back. <laughs> Alright, how do we feel about the track?
1: Okay, it's, it's a good song. Um... So it's called. You can do better than me, and that's why I played on it earlier. Wow! But you're just wow. Going to Explain it more. But no, no. But do I was never... going to say. But I was going to say, it's it's actually kind of the other way around in the song. It's kind of the it's not you, it's me excuse. Yeah. Where he thinks he can do better than her, I think.
2: I don't know. I think it's just in the diving and the fact that you can't do better than the other person.
1: <laughs> I I I don't know. For me, it was I'm alone, and you're not good enough for me. But I'm gonna stick with it because. Why not right now?
2: I mean, I guess I get a little sort of a sense up. of that, but I think it's kind of, it can be seen as both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally don't think the track is, like, the best track no, ever. No, it's not the but best. But I think, I think it's a good in in terms of album track. It's it good, is a it very good... It breaks it up. The, 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 it's a, I would say it's a quintessential, if you had to label something as a categorization, album track this is a perfect this is a perfect one
3: yeah like it wouldn't do i don't think it would do well standing on its own probably not released around the holidays maybe because to me like without the lyrics it literally just sounds like a christmas song it
1: does and the lyrics kind of do have a Christmassy feel to for me like about that like the
3: way he's like singing is very and
1: being like the kind of being with someone you don't necessarily want to be with but it's the holidays and you're with them anyway and like fuck it yeah like it is it is a holiday song yeah
3: like the drums really make it
1: Which ties back to what Justin says About this being like a winter album Yeah, for sure Like it, it kind of works Kind yeah. of works really well Alright, grapevine fires
3: Grapevine fires I
1: don't know what that was Don't look at me like that said
3: it a power ranger
0: When the wind picked up The fire spread And the grapevine scene Left for dead And the northern sky Looked like the end of day rancid room, Sounded like an alarm of impending doom To warn us it's only
1: a matter of time Great fun fires. This feels like the most straightforward love song in this whole thing weirdly enough it, even about, It's even about like just burning and, and destruction it's also like
3: That sounds like love.
1: <laughs> oh! <laughs> it, it's Resonance Sand girl. It's very much like, it feels like the only song where there's mutual love in any of these.
2: Yeah, no, this is the only one that I think there's mutual love. You're sitting in there, you're watching this thing burn, but you're enjoying your time with it.
3: Yeah, for sure. Um,
2: I don't know if that's <laughs> a metaphor for watching love burn isn't exciting. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I mean, like the whole thing's kind of just going to shit, but you still love each other anyway. Yeah, we
2: love each other, but
1: everything's going to fall apart. Like,
3: yeah, And you're but... kind of just like clinging on to each other despite. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I mean, been there. I also like that. Have you seen uh, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World? Yes. I, I like love that it. movie. I like that movie a There's lot. There's something about like finding love With, in um, a hopeless situation type thing. No, no. Steve Carell and, and Kira Knightley. Yeah, Kira
3: Knightley. Yeah. Finding love in a hopeless place.
1: Wait, is it Kira Knightley? No, I'm going to Google this real quick.
3: No, it's 100% Kira Knightley. Rihanna? It's 100% Kira Knightley. By the way, Ali
2: is Googling right now. I am Googling Go- right now. Googling. <laughs> Kira Knightley I told you. Okay, I I said it. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't wrong. Um, yeah, anyway, I didn't
3: fact checker.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know. Just musically, I think it's a good. It plays well. Comes off the last yeah. track in a really good, nice way. Yeah,
3: the transition between that tr- uh, the last track and this one is really good.
2: I think it's a strong, strong. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And this opens up to the ending of the second half of the record, which is I think is very interesting. That's true. Yeah. It
1: feels like this song kinda shifts the record a little bit very yeah. much.
2: Yeah, no. The, Even I mean,
1: thematically the record kind of I, I think thematically
2: also. you've been pretty similar at this point, but mm-hmm. I think there's the the I think it's thematically worked, but it just shifts a little bit. Yeah. So
1: uh I will also say, side note, Steve Carell should be in more movies. Just
2: I that.
3: agree, I find him oddly attractive. <laughs>
2: you find anyone that's like fifty to sixty oddly attractive. Wow. Okay. So we should uh dive into the next track. Um, and get cool.
3: Steve Carell into more movies.
2: Your new twin-size <laughs> Your new twin-size
1: bed.
0: With a single pill.
1: Um, talk. So we've given up now.
2: Yeah, That's, <laughs> that's, that's pretty
1: much what this track is. Um, yeah, I mean... I can relate. I recently had to change my bed and I was like, maybe I'll go for a queen-size bed. And I was like, a full's fine. A full's more than enough, really. <laughs> Homer and I fit fine on it. It's not like to be fair. It's Homer's
3: (laughs) bed anyway.
1: Yeah, Erica. What are your thoughts on
2: the?
3: You know, it's it's a track.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It resonates too well.
3: (laughs) I identify with the uh, giving up, (laughs) but it's good. I feel like it has it has its place. It's a good, you know, um, like the love has been burned and destroyed. You guys have like it's like the. The Coming off of great long, bonfires, yeah, yeah, off of Great Vampires. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's been identified that this just doesn't work. And now it's just, like, in that state of, like, all right, time to just grieve.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think we're not looking towards anything else. We're just, like, trying to be okay with ourselves.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's not even, like,
1: grieving anymore. It's, like, just deciding that this is the end point. Like, I will end up alone. That's the only time you sell a queen bed and buy a twin is when you're, like, no one else is going to be sleeping next to me
2: ever. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I think it paints this really big picture of just like just going to the store, buying that thing and fucking tossing out the uh queen. Yeah.
1: It a little bit reminds me of like the aftermath of uh brothers on a hotel
2: bed from Plans. Yeah. Well, I think it plays off of that yeah. That's the thing. Um, I guess we should dive in the next track. All right, long song division.
1: We talked about a lot long division. <laughs> Okay, so this song honestly was a disappointment, and I've had this before with Deathcap, where like something that like kind of gets me like interested, like uh. This... So you just
2: mean the song title?
1: Well, long division, interesting name. The beat in the beginning is kind of like different, and I'm into it. Oh, okay, so
2: you're talking about all things until we get to lyrics.
1: Well, even like the beginning of the lyrics, I'm kind of getting like, oh, he's gonna do this weird math. Love, like, equation thing. I'm into it, and then he just said the word remainder like six million times. To and be fair, it's, a, it's remainder. a long
3: division, it's term. a long division.
1: <laughs> very and much, bored. I am very much bored <laughs> throughout the entire song, like, it stops being unique you remain bored. Okay. Oh. Well, well, I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> Erica, take over for me. Goodbye, forever, guys. <laughs> oh, Ali is walking away. <laughs> Fine, Erica. You tell us how you felt about it.
3: No, I, I, I actually agree. I mean, I like the song. Um, I like the beat. I feel like it does fall short, chorus-wise. Um, but the verses are good, and I really like that. Like opening like like no,
2: the, the, I think this this album is the death, the, the death cat baseline yeah the, like the best death cat lines that you can probably that they've probably done so um yeah I mean other than that I think I you clearly hate it I already know <laughs> okay, I'm
3: not into the chorus <laughs>
2: yeah. um, let's go into pity and fear
1: pity and fear I know those feelings I <laughs> have <laughs> Such envy For
0: the stranger Lying next to
2: Trying again at this point. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, oof, uh, not feeling good. No. Uh, so
3: Uh Well, I guess, like, did you like the track I mean, in general? Yeah.
1: I, I think it's an interesting track. It's kind of a little bit off what I expect of Death Cab. Yeah. And it's both refreshing and a little weird at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's
3: fair. I wasn't super into, like, the tribal drumming.
2: Oh, see, I like that.
3: I
1: I I think I would have liked it had I like been thinking about a different band. I, like I like I when I got to the song, I thought maybe the album stopped and Spotify was playing something else.
3: And then the voice kicked in. And
1: then the voice kicked in. <laughs> I was like, oh, "That's Ben. That's good old Benny, Benny Gibbs, <laughs> Benny. <laughs> Benny Gibbs,
3: <laughs> laying down uh,
2: <laughs> Just laying one more time, Ben Gibbard. If you want to be on the podcast, we're <laughs> always uh, mm-hmm. happy much to have respect. You. <laughs> much respect. Love um. you. So, but I, I feel like good old Benny Gibbs uh, lays it down real nice for us mm-hmm. on this one. Um, definitely a very emotive track. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, it was very much of that, like, I'm trying, but only because I feel like I have to try as opposed to, like...
2: Yeah, like, rather than, like, hey, like, I'm open to love and all this kind of shit, I should yeah. be like, no, I should probably sift through this shit and see what happens.
3: See what happens. But
2: clearly not going his way, and or at least the way that he wants it to. Yeah. So. Well, Probably because uh, he has a twin bed. Well, at this point, he's sleeping at other people's houses. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, looks like the ice is getting thinner. We're not the
0: same, dear, as we used to be. The seasons have changed, and so. There was little we could say, and even less that we could do, to stop the ice from getting thinner under me and you.
1: The ice is getting thinner. Good song. Uh, very slow. It's a good ending of the album. Mm-hmm. I just don't
2: think we led up to it very nicely. Yeah. I think very good closing track. Uh, Interesting fact about this song. Ooh, In in, in Justin's history. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, Justin had a girlfriend for five years. The first time they broke up, which was a year in, because he thought he was going on to college in the senior year and all this other crazy shit. Um, He might have... They might have talked, played this song hug, kissed, and then went their separate ways. Wow. Wow. Such Um, dramatic, (laughs) (laughs) angry kids. Oh, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Because this is the sole conversation that our our ice has now broken. No. (laughs) And And now we are uh, going on our own ways. But then I was like, You sound like the most dramatic kid ever. (laughs) I mean, hello, how's it
1: going? (laughs) You set your breakups to
2: music. 100%. All the time.
3: Make some extra fun.
2: Erica, how do you feel? Erica, have you ever broken up to music?
3: No, I try not to associate music with moments in my life. (laughs) Because then that will either ruin the song for me or... Why? Because
2: then you can live that emotion out again.
3: Yeah, normally they're bad do. emotions.
2: Yeah, but it's good to you should still always feel emotions regardless.
3: I feel too many emotions. That's why I'm the sad girl, Justin.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm a sad boy, but you're still gonna feel it. All right, Eric, how do you <laughs> want to talk?
3: <laughs> I think it's a good closing track for the record. I feel like if you would have put it anywhere else, it'd be a little weird. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, I think
2: actually this track could have been. Here's the deal. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We'll put it out there. All right. First track, and then end with Bigsby Canyon Bridge. Huh. No, I don't Bigsby like it. Bigsby coming out of uh, Pity and Fear would be cool. Brigsby leading that, that would, would be, be good. Interesting. However, I think this, I, but I think this into song, just like. I will
3: possess like, your heart, though?
2: Yeah. yeah, but I think that you're just coming from, and then, that, and then I will possess your heart builds you back up. I think. But at the same point, I mean, thematically, it works because we're, we're broken up we're dead, Mm -hmm. we're whatever.
1: Bigsby Canyon Bridge also is, like, such
2: a good opener that I wouldn't want to move it at all. That's fair. I'm just a very big fan of, like, the slow open. Okay. Just, like, obnoxiously slow open, and then you just build up in the second
1: I like, like, big openings, because they, like, get you invested, and then if you want to slow down, slow me down in the middle, or slow me down at the end, but, like... I like a a beginning that's like, we're listening to this album, get into it.
2: Ah, see, I like the slow...
3: I could go either way, honestly. I just feel like if you get me with a good hook, I'm in.
2: All right. Well, final yeah. thoughts on the album. Uh, I mean, one of my favorites. I think yep. this uh, ends the Death Cab quintessential era, I'd yeah. say. The, like, the main... Yeah, um, after this, there's come... kind of a change. Yeah, so, um, well, I mean, even this album this was kind of a change coming out of Plans, because yeah. into Plans is sort of similar. Um, I guess we should go favorite and least favorite tracks, Ali. Sure.
1: Um, hmm. This is a, I really sh- should have given this more thought. I'm going to say favorite, um, Talking Bird, least or Calf, maybe? And then least favorite would be No Sunlight, maybe? Or Long Division.
3: Favorite. Um, Grapevine Fires.
1: Okay, Grapevine Fires, that's a good one.
3: Least favorite, I think...
1: (laughs) That was a Homer sneeze if the mics caught it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think least favorite might have to be... Uh... I just think No Sunlight, maybe.
1: Yeah, No Sunlight's not a good one. It's not good. Uh, I just
3: Maybe because of because the fact that it's on this record, I don't like it.
1: It's just no good. Yeah, it's no good.
2: <laughs> um, favorite for me? I mean, I guess my actual favorite is probably I'll Obsess Your Heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then my cool guy answer is Great and Fires. Um, I mean, if you took like I'll Obsess Your Heart out of the... Kind of like uh, Rachel last week did uh, I'll Obsess Your Heart. Is there, I know, I know, not I'll Obsess Your Heart. Uh... I will fall into the dark. Oh, as her favorite God. song <laughs> from Plans, but I feel like that's just like I don't know. That's just like can't be your favorite. Okay. So like I'll possess your heart. It's that for me, but then like my favorite would be Grapevine Fire Fires, and then the least favorite would actually be No Sunlight. So we're all in agreement with that. No sunlight is the worst. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it's okay. I don't think any song on this album is actually bad.
3: I think it's actually it's a good song. Like I said earlier, it just doesn't belong on this album.
2: Uh, I agree with you. I I don't necessarily. Oh, to be fair. I think sonically it doesn't belong in there, yes. but the themes the Lyrically so it's, it's, it's fine, it into the album. But like, Just... I think it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing that sort of missed for me. Yeah. Wasn't, um, wasn't the best it could have been. Um, Alright, so... Um, okay, before we wrap up completely, I wanted to say,
1: Erica, I know you wanted to do Plans, you didn't get to do that episode. It's okay. Do you have any thoughts that you want to share about Plans or any of the songs off Plans?
3: I mean, not re- not really. It's just like <laughs>
2: great, great. I didn't prepare for this. I wasn't
3: prepared. Great, we
2: uh, didn't have you on for uh, plans then.
3: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I love plans. I think plans will forever be my favorite Death Cab album. Mm-hmm. But having listened to Narrow Stairs as much as I can, like as and as much as I have in the past few days. It was definitely an album that I underappreciated.
2: Okay, that's I, fair. I think that's what a lot of a lot of fans have kind of I, come I, to I, notice because I mean it is the ten year anniversary of uh, uh, a. Now, year, yeah. so, um, and I think that it's kind of a reflection piece in the sense that like, well, and I also feel like going through something helps you get this record. Whereas like other than that, it's yeah. not exactly kind uh-huh. of. Um,
3: whereas like ten years ago. I was, I was 13 and had no idea what was going on in this record in terms of feelings. Uh, yeah. See, I like was, I was all sad, so. <laughs> No, I mean, I was definitely sad, but I, like, hadn't experienced, you know, feelings.
2: <laughs> fair enough. That's like, fair.
3: concrete feelings.
2: So. All right, Erica. Uh, anything you want to plug? Anything you're uh, listening to, watching, doing with your life that you want to tell these fine folks? How we have the facts?
1: Are you doing anything with your life?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no. no. By the <laughs> way, I
2: will say this. Erica is a strong, independent lady. <laughs> She's a very strong,
3: codependent lady. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she is a strong, independent lady who takes no nonsense. <laughs> so, Erica, any plugs?
3: Oh, man. Lately, I just, I don't know. It's it's summer, so I listen to a lot of music that's, like, not really of this Well, lay it on us so maybe
2: the people want to know.
3: I listened, uh, this summer I was spent listening to a lot of Latin pop, so. Latin
2: pop, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So in the world of Latin pop, who are we listening to?
3: Oh, you were listening to Jay Balvin for sure. Okay. For sure. Danny Ocean is a good one. He's got like four songs out, but he needs to make more music. And if he ever listens, please, Danny, please. <laughs>
1: please. <laughs> any TV, any
2: movies?
3: I've just been binging a lot of the same stuff that I've been watching. Although okay. I recently watched The Big Sick and it just got me. Mm-hmm. Was,
2: yeah. I remember watching The Big Sick with Ali, and he had sort of a panic attack because yeah. that's his life. I, <laughs> I called.
3: I called him after I watched it, and it was we like talked about it. That I literally watched it like Monday. Well,
2: it was the best because his mom, his mom and dad were in town, <laughs> and then
1: I sent them to go watch it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. it's a good time. Hi, um, Reem. By the way, <laughs> why are, <laughs> that had nothing? She wasn't even here at the time. Why are you just shouting out?
2: Well, I figure she just okay, she's gonna listen to the episode. She will.
1: Okay. Hey, love you. Uh, <laughs> uh, Justin, anything to plug? What have you been watching, listening to,
2: enjoying? I mean, I mean uh, well I've been watching I've been killing the wire. That's you what I've been, been doing. Right you've, been, now. you've been pushing through the wire. I've been pushing through the wire. I it's, been, seen that. it's been fantastic. It's it's a really good show. Um, uh, highly recommend. One of my uh, favorites. Other than that, listening to I mean, nothing really new. I've been listening to a lot of, like, stuff, like, since I saw Radiohead recently, a lot of Radiohead. Been have uh, been reading the Johnny Marr autobiography, so I've been listening to a lot of the Smiths. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I mean, uh, I highly recommend the Johnny Marr autobiography. I think it's right. a very interesting read. Even though if you're, like, just looking for Smiths stuff, he's still, like, outside of the Smiths, talks about some really cool, interesting interactions, and mm-hmm. just, like, growing up in England and Manchester at the time in the late 60s and stuff like that. It's cool.
1: Interesting. Ali? I've been reading Hits and Misses by Simon Rich. I've read all of his books prior to this. He's an amazing author. You guys should really pick up one of his books. He Actually, one of his books is being turned into a TV show starring Steve Buscemi as God.
3: And oh, Daniel Radcliffe as an angel.
1: So, I'm kind of about it. <laughs> I'm already in. I'm very
3: intrigued. <laughs> he's, and he's... no, I'm not attracted to Steve Buscemi.
1: Okay. <laughs> For the record. <laughs> wow. Steve's a listener.
0: Sorry, great Steve.
1: <laughs> um, great book. You guys should pick it up or pick up some of his previous stuff. I've been re-watching Atlanta. Great show. Uh, also, I just started uh, following... Uh Paisley Gray, one of uh my favorite people ever on the internet, has a new uh well, relatively new, I guess. I've recently discovered it, Instagram called Flavortown Fashion Week.
3: Oh my god. And
1: I thought Erica, as a giant guy Fieri fan, <laughs> might appreciate it.
3: Did you wait until this very moment yep. to tell me about I it? Waited because right now until I'm freaking out.
1: <laughs> this moment to tell you about her Fashion Week Instagram. It's one of my favorite things. Follow Paisley. She's awesome. And follow her account. It's I great. need to be
3: buried in this flame
1: coffin. <laughs> <laughs> Erica's not just going through the Instagram route. Yeah, my oh, birthday's
3: next month, people. so if <laughs> anyone wants to hook it up with anything from this Instagram, you know, I'm willing to accept gifts.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um,
2: follow us, please, on at the facts Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And also email us any of your thoughts, your hate mail. We love the hate mail. Um, at we have the foxpod at com. Comment on the subreddit. Uh, comment on anything that we post. Cause, and also review us and also subscribe, please, to the podcast. Really helps us out. It all helps. Um. Yeah, and we want to thank Erica for being a good Thanks, sport Erica. and yeah. for being on the podcast. Thanks
3: for having me, guys. It's uh, been a pleasure. Right.
2: Now, do you would you never do this again because of how horrible of an experience it was?
3: I would do this again.
2: Ooh, highly recommend. Depending
3: <laughs> on the theme.
2: <laughs> and how clothed
1: Justin is.
3: <laughs> all right. This is baseline.
1: <laughs> so uh, we usually end with a song. Uh, since you're the only one that really recommended something concretely in music, what song do you want us to end on?
3: Oh, no, this is a lot of pressure. No, one of the Latin
1: <laughs> pop stars you recommended yeah, is fine. It's it doesn't right. have to okay. be death cab. All, all right. right. What
3: song? All right. I would like to end on some Danny Ocean, please. Well, <laughs> name, name, gotta, a n- name a song.
2: Name a song on the artist
3: uh, Dembow. <laughs>
2: all right. <laughs> so Danny Ocean, Dembow.
3: Yeah, Dembow is one word.
2: Cool. Okay. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye.
3: <laughs> Bye. Um,
4: Acércate que quiero decirte algo, baby Tengo toda la noche viendo, admirando tu flow yeah. Solo presta atención vuela conmigo el tempo Que todo lo que quiero decirte está en la canción, baby Tú tienes algo que me atrapa Esta noche de farra es de ese cuervo que me atrajo y obviamente tu mirada. Quiero confesarte que por mi mente quiero acercarme, baby. Y disculpame la musa, girl. Pero voy a robar tu beso que te recuerde este momento, parando el tiempo. una vueltica y una sonrisita que divino tu Ese cuervo que me trajo. Y quiero confesarte que por mi mente. Que te voy a acercarme, baby. Y discúlpame la puso, girl.